Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Jesus is the Lord of All.
for many years, Madame Curry and her husband Pierre carried on their disheartening experiments to find and isolate radium, fully convinced such a substance existed. Patiently, they went through tons of pitch, blend residue, particle by particle, certain that the mysterious substance they sought was there, if they could only find the method of separating it. Experiment after experiment failed, and after the 48th one had met no apparent success, Pierre gave way to despondency and said it just couldn't be done. Maybe, he said, it will be done in a hundred years from now, but not in our lifetime, not by us. Madame Curry's answer to this was, if it takes a hundred more years, it is a pity, but I dare not do less work for it as long as I live. Then wonder of wonders, one night it happened. Part of that evening had been spent caring for a sick child, and when she was finally sleeping, Madame Curry said to her husband, Suppose we go down there for a little while. Pierre seemed as eager as she, so they walked hand in hand through the quiet streets until they came to the rough shed that served them as a workshop and laboratory. When they stepped into the interior of the room, they became aware of a beautiful bluish light that was beyond description, illuminating the darkness about their work table. Unable to speak, they stood hand in hand and stared at the glowing, mysterious source of that they had so long had sought, radium. And standing there like that, they felt completely rewarded for the years of discouraging effort, the ridicule that had been heaped upon them, and the poverty they had shared. Persistence and faith in what they were trying to do had paid off. Their goal had been reached. Radium was at last a reality. Here on this earth, the believer sometimes gets discouraged as he struggles along, trying to live a Christian life, meeting trials and disappointments along the way, even the ridicule of family and friends. But just one look into the glorious face of our Lord Jesus Christ will be abundant reward for all the temptations met and conquered and all the battles fought. Listen now as Sharon Reynolds sings for us this lovely song, Yes, I Believe.
You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Russell Mills plays for us the violin this wonderful song, Wonderful Words of Life. Over 100 years ago, Mr. and Mrs. Judson were sent to India as missionaries. The Judsons crossed the Pacific to India, but when they arrived, they were not allowed to land. Instead of returning home, they sailed to Burma. There, they found, was much work to be done. The Hudsons were kept busy telling the Burmese people that God loved them and had sent his son to die for them. It was hard for the Burmese people to understand, for they were Buddhist. They could not see the difference between Buddha, who was just a piece of brass and the real God, who was a loving father who cared for them, though they could not see him. That is why the Judson decided to write the Bible in Burmese. So they worked very hard writing and teaching and explaining until after seven long years, the first believers were one to the Lord. At the end of ten years, Mr. Judson had completely written the Bible in the Burmese language. A war broke out in that country, and the Burmese king, who objected to the missionaries, put Mr. Judson in jail, where he was often treated very cruelly. Many times he thought of his handwritten Burmese Bible, the labor of ten years, and prayed that it was safe at home. One day, 
Mrs. Judson brought him a new pillow stuffed with wool. She whispered to him that she had hidden the precious Bible inside the pillow so that the soldiers who searched the house would not find it. But the jailer took a liking to Judson's fine pillow and took it for himself. What would happen to the Bible? It was the only Burmese Bible in the world. Mrs. Judson had an idea. She made a finer, bigger pillow and brought it to her husband. Then he traded it with the jailer and got back the smaller one with the Bible inside. But a soldier then decided that he liked the brightly colored cover of the pillow. He took it from Mr. Judson, tore off the cover, and threw the wool all over the prison wall. Judson was brokenhearted at seeing the work of ten years lost. At that moment, a former servant of the Judsons was walking along next to the wall. When he saw the wool, he recognized his belonging to his former employer. Not knowing that the precious book was inside, he picked it up and he took it home as a keepsake of the Judsons. At last, the war ended and Mr. Judson was released. One day, he met the old servant who said, Master, I have something at my house that belongs to you. He ran home and quickly returned with the precious pillow. Immediately, Mr. Judson began to snatch off the wool, and there inside was the Bible safe and sound. How he praised God for preserving that precious book. Soon after this, the manuscript was sent to the printer, and at last the people of Burma could have the word of God in their own language. God had preserved his word down through the years through people like the Judsons who had a burden to get the printed word of God to all the people of the world. Your Bible should be no less precious to you. Are you spending time every day reading and studying the Bible? Listen now as Lucinda Richardson sings for us this beautiful song entitled, How Great Thou Art. Very 
cares can take it in that on the cross my burdens gladly bearing he bled and died to take away my sin then sings my soul Time now for a Bible study portion for a broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of Christ, three hours. Matthew chapter 27, verses 57 and 58. When the eve was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. As we previously had studied The Lord Jesus Christ was not crucified on a Friday, but on a Wednesday. He was on the cross from 9 o'clock to 3 p.m. The Lord Jesus Christ died willingly for us. He willingly gave up his life. John chapter 10, verses 17, 18. He had received a Roman scourging. He was crucified by 9 a.m. We had studied about the various groups of people or individuals who were at the cross who passed by it, and they were mocking the Lord Jesus Christ. This included the chief priests, the 
religious leaders, fellow Jews, others who were standing at the cross, speechless and thinking and pondering over these events. Of the now eleven apostles, since Judas had betrayed him, only the apostle John was at the cross. John the apostle was at the cross with Mary, the mother of Jesus. One of the Lord's seven sayings was directed at John and Mary, Woman, behold thy son, and son, behold thy mother. The other apostles were nowhere to be found or seen. The other apostles were not at the cross, nor did they help with the burial of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where was Peter? Where was Andrew? James, the son of Zebedee, Bartholomew, Thaddeus, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, Thomas, Philip, Matthew, John. Even though John was at the cross, he's not seen helping Joseph or Nicodemus with the burial. At at 3 p.m., we have the final sayings from the cross. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I thirst, it is finished. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Since it's 3 o'clock, a new Jewish day will begin in less than 3 hours. It's not just a normal day. It's the beginning of unleavened bread. So it's a high holy Sabbath, Leviticus 23, verse 6 and 7. Or if you believe in a Friday crucifixion, it would be the weekly Sabbath, Friday 6 p.m. to Saturday 6 p.m. Before we consider what Joseph, Arimathea, and Nicodemus need to accomplish to give the Lord a proper burial and to be done uh, before the beginning of the High Holy Sabbath. As we discuss the three hours between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. in the beginning of a new day, we need to be mindful of the time and the lack of technology. At this time in human history, there are no telephones, no cell phones, no computers, no Zoom meetings, no ability to FaceTime. Why is this so important to remember and to consider? Because following the death of Christ, Joseph of Arimathea had to secure permission from Pilate to take possession of the body of Christ so he could give it a proper burial. Joseph is not thinking about the words of Christ about his resurrection. He's focused on a proper burial for his Lord. The only way that Joseph could get permission to bury the body of Christ was to personally meet with Pilate, make his request for him, ask for and beg and crave for the body of Christ. All this travel to meet with Pilate would consume the limited time he had. Remember, three hours. Initially, when Joseph made the request to Pilate, Pilate marveled that Christ was already dead, so he had to get confirmation, indeed, that Christ had actually died. And you can read this in Mark chapter uh, 15, verses 44 and verse 45. The clock keeps ticking, ticking and ticking, only three hours under the new day. Tick, tick, the clock is ticking. What needed to be done within those three hours before a new day would begin in the Jewish reckoning of time? The new day was a Sabbath day. Joseph had to go to Pilate, as we said, to secure permission to take possession of the body of Christ, for it to be removed from the cross and then to bury the body. Pilate had to confirm the Lord Jesus Christ had actually died. Joseph went and bought the fine linen, Joseph returned to the cross with Pilate's permission for the body to be removed from the cross and to properly bury it. The women followed after. They watched, but they did not participate or help in the burial of Christ. None of the remaining apostles, we said earlier, helped in his burial. They're nowhere to be found. Nicodemus brought the myrrh, the alloys, a hundred pounds of spices and ointments. The body would need to be washed, and the body then would be wound in linen cloth. 
the arms, the legs, all individually wound. The ladies leave. Maybe they don't see Nicodemus anoint the body with the myrrh and the other spices, but they leave vowing to return, to return to further anoint the body of Christ. All these tasks were taking time. It was time-consuming, and obviously taking up some of the three hours of limited time between his death and the new day at 6 p.m. They placed his body in a sepulcher close by because of the time constraints. And we'll talk about the wonderful fulfillment of Bible prophecy. A rock was rolled to protect the body from any grave robbers. They need to hurry home before the beginning of the Holy Sabbath connected with the unleavened bread. So, so much is going to transpire and needed to transpire within those three hours of time. It is so important what we understand what's going on during this time, but we rejoice knowing the Lord Jesus Christ died willingly. He willingly, John 10, 17, 18, gave his life up for us. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, the only way of salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Won't you believe and trust him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late? And for us believers, we need to keep studying and understanding God's word. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Good morning in my heart.